the great Vince Gill, y'all. I love me some Vince Gill. And one thing I really like about all of Vince's music, and it may be how Tony Brown brought it out back in the early days, but that smooth electric bass playing with those long sustained notes that are just nice and deep and they resonate and those harmonics kick in. Can y'all tell I'm a bass playing geek today? I am so happy. Well, I got, I've got to try to impress my next guest, uh, whom I've never met in person, but, um, I have followed this next musician, artist, writer, Curtis Vestal. I've followed you for a while now. Welcome to the Grass Wagon Revival. How are you, my friend? Hey, thank you, man. Good to be here. I'm doing good. Uh, I appreciate the kind words. Oh, man. Well, that's that's what they told me to say. That that was the email. That was the email. That's how the email read. You got my email then. <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. And I don't know if you were listening earlier. I I found that song you sent me months ago that you still haven't released. And I said to myself, I said, "Self, if he if he if he upsets me and throws me a curve or something on this interview, I'm just gonna play that song." <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll be on my best behavior then. But man, <laughs> seriously, I love your music. Uh, I I hear that. I hear that. Uh, I think it's a four string precision bass on so many cuts. Uh, we've exchanged texts here and there. I remember riding up to North Carolina uh, last year with Billy Swenson. We got to talking about music, and he mentioned Curtis Vestal. And doggone, he put you on the phone, and we met right there on the phone. And I feel like we've known each other our whole lives. Yeah, yeah, I remember that call. Uh, yeah, you guys were going to, I think you were going to a uh, DJ thing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that was good of him to, to get you on there. You had just uh, just gotten a gig there with the Bluegrass Jamboree, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I've been I've been listening to, of course, I listen to them uh, every day at work. Um, they're at my desk. I have it on my computer, so I, I stream it all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's where I had uh, run across you on there too. So as a, one of the newer DJs playing some really good music. Oh man, I so love glad, I uh, love what I do, and I, I love playing your songs. We I'm just going to put this out there. We need more new songs from Curtis Vestal. Do you hear me? Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh man, what what is your tell me tell me here now? I know you come from a long line of of musicians. Uh, your grandfather was an old time fiddle player. Uh, is that true? Yep. Yeah, he was. And, uh, he, he's kind of the, the guy that got, uh, my brother and I interested in, in playing music and, and um, he was in an old, old country band way back in the day. Um, like, of course I was born in the early sixties and, uh, so I remember going and, and, uh, you know, watching him and his band play and then they would you know every weekend they would rotate and go to someone's house for for their weekly uh jam session and wow so scott and i would you know when we were in town we would go to that um 
we lived in Texas, but our grandparents were in Oklahoma. That's where we're from. Yeah, you're born so in, in Duncan, them. right? You were born in yep, Duncan? Duncan, Oklahoma. Yep, yeah. yep. Moved to Texas when I was about three, but all my yeah. folks were in Oklahoma, so we spent our summers there um, every year when we were out of school, and and uh, Grandpa would drag us around to different festivals and rodeos, and wow. of course they played nursing nursing homes and and uh, rodeos and oh, all. Mall, mall parking lots on a, a flatbed trailer and yeah so man we kinda... we have such a similar upbringing um i learned to play the ukulele at nursing homes with my mom's nursing home ministry and our oh, yeah. youth group did uh outdoor evangelism on the uh, flatbed trailer in front of the uh bowling alley in the in the mid 70s yep. yeah I mean, yep. those are great days. I don't remember the name of my first band. Maybe it was Steel Grit. I, yeah, I think it was Steel Grit. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had to. I had to quit that band. It was either rock and roll or church, and so I. Yeah. But what was? You can't have both. No, you can't. You can't. Well, you know what? Nowadays, you might can. Yeah. Oh um, uh, well, yeah, that's true. What was the name of the of your first band? Do you remember? Uh, probably, probably the first band I was in um, was the Texas Edition. Texas um, Edition. And that was with a guy named Marty Bagwell on guitar, and my brother Scott on banjo. I was playing mandolin at the time. Yeah, and I think it was just us three guys, and we would uh, we would play like little places. Uh, there's a place in Grapevine, Texas. Uh, it's not there anymore, but it was the Grapevine Opry. And uh, we would play there some on the weekends. Um, I mean, ran across, you know, Johnny Gimble uh, would be there. Um, so just some great players went through there. But uh, that was probably the first little band we had, yeah. I can recall. And then went on to play with uh, T.J. Rogers um, and his family called Kicking Times, which uh, Tammy, Tammy Rogers King um, uh-huh. With the steel drivers, fiddle player with the steel drivers, um, that was her dad and mom um, and their band. So my brother and I both played in that band. Yeah. Um, that was probably back in the 70s, I guess. Now, so, I I know you as Curtis Vestal, but maybe some folks know you as Scott Vestal's brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. That's right. I get called that a lot. Oh, it's it's a love hate deal, isn't it, Curtis? Yeah, yeah. man. I met Scott last May. Uh, he played on eight songs we cut in one day out at Chris Latham's Gorilla's Nest, and man, yeah, I, I saved all the first day. Uh, in another session, I had medium tempo songs, and and my banjo player in my band said, "Save all the fast ones for Scott Vestal. He's he's the good." And I did, and yep. I wore him out. He probably hates me, but I paid him well. <laughs> I paid him well. He straight up, go. he tore it up, man. Now, now listen. Oh yeah. Just give me the short list here, Curtis. I only have a three hour show. Give me the short yeah. list of notable folks that you've played with that you don't mind letting us and our listeners know who all you've played with? Uh, well, not a, I've played with a few people. I've recorded with more, but, yeah, um, you know, Scott and I formed a band with Russell Moore uh, called Southern Connection back in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, so, and then from there, Bill Lawson and Quicksilver um, did that 
uh-huh. that gig for a while. But recorded with, um, gosh, a lot, um, Baron Batesley, Sam Bush, um, Alan Bobby, Clay Hess. Uh, I, I noticed Dino Graham Seth is Taylor, not on that list. Cody. Who? I noticed that Dino Graham is not on your list. We need to work on <laughs> well, that this we'll year. We'll work on. We'll work. Yeah, we'll work on that. If I can uh, raise the money for the budget, let's make that happen. Okay. Oh, all right. All now, right. now you you eventually moved from Texas. Uh, you live in the greater Nashville area. Uh, I read a. I read something uh, that that was quoted on your behalf it says you might leave music but music never leaves you and that's the truth yeah yeah and really when i i actually quit playing for drum roll please 32 years wow i quit playing wow and you know back when i had had, was leaving Doyle, uh he's the one that said that to me he said you know you might uh you, you might get out of music, um, something to the effect of, you know, you're a musician, no matter, sure. you know, what you're doing. Um, it's what you do. It's what you, it's who you are. And it's, it's true. I, I, you know, I got out of it for so long. And then about six years ago, um, I wanted to, to, to do it again. Um, we're only here a short time, so you might as well do something that you enjoy doing. So yeah. we, uh, we sold our home in Texas and moved out here. Yeah, well, About well, five years ago, okay. Well, welcome to Music City, man. I, hey, wh- I, I could yak all day. Can I just go ahead and play one of my favorite from you? It's Cabin on the Hill. Will you tell me about that? Yeah. Set it up. I want to play that and stay on the line. Yeah. I want to I bring you back. Okay. Yeah, I heard this song. This is a, done by a duo uh, called Sugar Cane James, and it was just guitar, harmonica, and a little u- ukulele bass. And they did it as a duet, uh, kind of a rockabilly style. And I heard it, and the words, you know, was, uh, was T Rock City. And you see these signs out here if you're headed toward East Tennessee, these billboards, T Rock City, T Rock right, City. So right. it was just kind of funny. And, and then just the words to it um, were funny. I thought it was a, a neat song. I thought, man, I, you know, I'll just uh, change it up a little bit and do it kind of a bluegrass style. Yeah. So. That's what we did. Well, I'm glad you did. And here's the best four minutes we're going to spend today. Here's Curtis Vestal, (laughs) Cabin on the Hill. There is a cabin on the hill Not far from Uncle Vestal still I spend many an afternoon strumming on a tune And when the wind is right, you can catch a smell From that front porch of that cabin on the hill There is a cabin on the hill Where Grandma threw away her pills Just a little shine, make her feel real fine and you know that son of hers gave her a deal It's all free to that cabin on the hill Mama, when you see Rock City You might think you've seen it all But there's a place that's twice as pretty If you want to find the thrill, I promise 
suit you will You'll come on up to that cabin on the hill Said son, come on, you know you should. They got all them stars, driving big fancy cars. I said, I bet they ain't got one single still. I'll just stay here in my cabin on the hill. Mama, when you see Rock City, you might think you've seen it all. But there's a place that's twice as pretty If you want to find a thrill, I promise you, you will You can come on up to that cabin on the hill Curtis Vestal. Wow, that is pure fire, buddy. Hey, thank you, man. That was a lot of fun. Had just, some really good, uh, yeah. good help on that one. Yeah, just pure fire. Now, I, I've already determined I want you to come back when your new song comes out, okay? So we're not going to cover okay. it all today. Yeah. But they tell me you switched from mandolin to electric bass. Tell me about that transition. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I was playing mandolin with uh, Southern Connection, at, well, with everyone up until I went with Dole, basically. But um, or, let me back up. I was playing mandolin up through Southern Connection, and then I left Southern Connection, and my brother called me and said, hey, would you want to come back and do this? I'm like, sure. He said, well, we need, we need you on bass. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I wonder how you play that thing. So, yeah, we found this. Uh, we found this bass in a pawn shop in Arlington, Texas. Wow! And it's a '76 Fender Precision bass. It's, we bought it in like 1982, and oh, um, it's been the bass I've had ever since. 
Uh, I'll give you two. I'll give you two grand for it today. PayPal. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, seriously. (laughs) I don't even need Uh, a case. I'll just straight uh, up, straight up, twenty five hundred. No case right now. I I, I better hang on to it. It's it's a really good one. Hey, let let me uh, let me ask you: Are you still using a Mark Base Combo Head Two Jeff Berlin Signature Series fifteen inch amp? I am. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, yeah, of course. Like, why? Why change? Uh, right? Yeah. No, that's not the. Uh, I do have one now, but I, I yeah. started down on uh, a Ross and then an Ampeg. And, yeah. And then uh, I bought. I just bought this thing just a few years ago, but it's really good. Well, it's pretty hard to put an Ampeg SVT three hundred with with eight woofers in a Fiat, right? Yeah. Exactly. Man, so tell me this. Okay, all right. Tell me this thin line between playing bass in a boring kind of way and then adding some life and energy without overplaying. Curtis, you do it masterfully, and so many guys they goof it up. They it's an epic fail. They overplay, and you're you're standing there singing, and you look over, and you just want to say, "Dude, do you mind if I go ahead and sing this song?" Stop! But you do it. The little in between the choruses and picking stuff. How can that be taught? Or be honest, is that just a gift from heaven? You know what? I don't know. I don't even know how I came up with, with what I do uh, and when I do it. It's just kind of a, a feel when I'm playing. Yeah. Um, and I want to put something in there, kind of put a signature to it. Uh, um, yeah. when, the great thing, you know, when I was with Doyle, he never once told me to turn my bass down. He never told me, don't do that, don't do that, don't oh, do that. Oh, that's great. He, he was just, he let me be free to create and and play the way I want to. And I have been in some situations where, you know, people say that I overplay. Oh, well, don't I listen don't, to them. They're idiots. Yeah. That's who needs that negative. No, who <laughs> needs that? But it's, I guess there is, there's a fine line. Um, yeah. And, you know, since I was learning to play bass, you know, when I started that back with the Southern connection, I listened to, um, Steve Bryant, um, from you know Boone Creek, um, and then later on he went to Jerry Reed. He played with everyone, but I listened to him and Lou Reed um, and Randy Graham, and that's really you know maybe a couple other guys, but that was really it. And I, I never had listened to a bass player before, and it, it just did not interest me at all. Wow! And then and then and so now I'm playing bass. So I'm like, well, I want to you know, try to do something that sounds yeah. good, but. Anyway, I hope, you know, I hope I don't overplay. Uh, sometimes no. I think I might. Um, uh, yeah, don't don't worry about it. I don't know. Man, but I'm there telling is a fine line. Keep it coming, bro. Just keep it. I'm telling you, I, before I play this last song and let you go, I promise you sometime this year, I'm coming to Nashville. I'm going to buy a motorcycle from you, and then the rest of the day, we're just going <laughs> to talk music. Is that all right? Oh, all right, we can do it. Promise me you you won't be a stranger here on the GWR, and you'll come back when that new single drops. Yeah, man. Thanks right, for having me. Let's make it happen. Curtis Vestal, here's time. I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, man. 
listening to the birds sing Could that be you that's saying goodbye? I remember when we were young We had our whole lives in the front Look at us now and what we've become for 